Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Tuesday, February 16th, 2016, and this is the ride. Hey my friends, I hope you're doing good today. Let's get right into it, shall we? If you got a Bible with you, open it to Matthew 5, verse 14. A pastor I knew once would say this, uh, when you're there, say amen. So when you're there, say amen. Matthew 5, 14. I'm reading out of, what am I reading out of? The NIV. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You probably know that scripture. Probably heard that one before a number of times. I'm going to guess. So we're a light. I think we kind of knew that. That we are a light. That we're supposed to shine the light of Jesus Christ to the world around us. And you know, bringing it into today's vernacular. I like that word vernacular. Makes me sound like I'm some kind of a scholar. If you bring it into today's vernacular, we could be talking about an LED bulb, right? Very efficient, so efficient, so bright, so blindingly bright, some of those new ones, those newfangled ones. But I think that there are times, in fact, I think there are many, many times where we feel that our light is inadequate. We feel we're inadequate. Our light bulb, you know, I'll look at this other guy, his light bulbs shining bright. I'm just little old me. I felt that way many, many times. And you know, I want to shine a light. I want to be illuminating the darkness. I want to help people see the light, the truth. I want to communicate the light. I had, if I look at my light bulb, if I could hold my light bulb and I take a look at it, I could say to myself, you know what, I'm just a flawed light. I'm, I'm no good at this. I'm no, I'm no light, not like this other guy, this other gal. I don't have what it takes. Well, you know, it's kind of true. You don't have what it takes to make the light. But you have what it takes to be the light. Now, I'm trusting right now that the Lord is speaking to me as I speak to you. Because I think that what I just said was pretty profound. Now that I think about it a little bit. We're to be the light. God is the light. He's the one who makes the light, the truth, the gospel, what needs to go forth, what needs to illuminate. We don't have to whip that up. He's in charge of that part. We just need to be the light. 
our problem tends to be that we think that our light bulb is faulty. And here's the other gem for you. It's not that we're faulty. It's just that we might have a bad connection. I don't know how many light bulbs I've had in the house we just moved into go bad, or at least it looked like they went bad. And I'd go to change them, and I would just touch them, and they'd turn on again. And part of me is, yes, right on, I don't have to buy another light. And the other part of me is, dude, work. There's nothing wrong with a light bulb. God made you the light bulb you need to be. And like I said, be the light. You don't have to whip it up. Be the light. He will provide the juice to make the light. So, you have been made into a new creation, by the way. And he calls you a light. He calls you a light. I didn't say that you're a light. He said you're a light. Be the light. So, our light is fine. I guess I'm going to say that our light is fine if we want to be a light. That's a really good way to put it, I think, because that means we're operating in the way, or we're wanting to operate in the way that we believe is in accordance to the will of God. We want to be the light. It's not like we're being rebellious and not wanting to share the gospel and be the light and illuminate for others. I'm hoping that that's the case anyway. I pray that that's the case for you right now. That you want to have the want to. But there are things, like I talked about yesterday in the Deadpool podcast, sometimes we let little things into our lives that create these spots where the contact with heaven and our source is, I'm picturing oxidation. You know, that's the environment affecting your contact. The contact to heaven. Your environment has affected that contact. And sometimes that will cause there to not be a good flow of energy. Or what I would call that life of God that creates the light in you. That you can share. Now sometimes it's just a matter of wanting to adjust a few things in your life. I mean, some of these lights, I just have to touch them and they turn back on again. It's like there's some oxidation there and it just wasn't making a good connection. Some of the other lights, it's crazy. I have to unscrew them and screw them back in again. Or screw them tighter, just a little bit. They're just off by a little. You see this? Of course, you've got lights that burn out. I don't know what my metaphor for that would be. I mean, we know what burnout is. I guess as a Christian, when, as a young Christian, I used to uh, be so on fire that after a while I would lose that fire. It is kind of me hyping myself up, I guess, a little bit. And you'd lose, you'd lose the same feeling you had when you first were saved, for example. And you'd wonder where God went. Well, God never went anywhere. It's just that your hype, you just burn out. You, you didn't have enough energy to keep your, this hype up. But it isn't about hype. It's about tuning into the Father. He's the source. If you're hyping yourself up, and I have done this, and I know plenty who do this, 
they hype themselves up in Christianity. It's almost like it's a high, and they, they almost have to convince themselves to be on fire. Well, there's nothing wrong with being excited about the Lord and being on fire and wanting nothing more than to do God's will in your life and to combat the enemy and the, and the tactics of our enemy. But as long as that's being fueled by the Spirit of God, you're all set. But if you're hyping yourself up in the natural to somehow convince yourself of the reality of the Lord, you could burn out. And that light bulb needs to maybe be changed. Perhaps you're not operating under the Spirit of the Lord. Perhaps you need a renewal of the heart and the mind. But that's okay. God never is finished with you. You've never gone too far that you can't turn around and say, Lord, I just need your spirit to fill me up. He's renewing you. And our mind's getting renewed daily, hopefully. Be the light. It's all about communication, isn't it? You know, it's all, I always talk about the really awesome things of life have to do with people and communication. Well, I shouldn't say just people, because God is not just a people, but relationship. I find it sad that some flavors of Christianity, or let me put it a slight different way, some flavors of religion that acknowledge the one true God downplay the relationship part. As if a God that's impersonal would be attractive. Or it's not like we're trying to, to make it attractive. But why would, you, why would you want to worship a God that is indifferent to you? I'm so glad my God is not indifferent to us. Let your light shine. Be the light. Be the light. You know, while I'm thinking about communication, something I just saw the other day, I couldn't believe it. Alright, I'm not a big Kanye West fan. I don't even follow his music. In fact, the only press I hear about that guy is stuff that makes me think, how did he get to where he's at? Well, he's got some talent, obviously. He's got a following. But I heard that he is $53 million in debt. At least that's what he's tweeting. And worse, I can't believe this, there's going to be such a backlash. But Kanye is asking, you know, big billionaire people, Gates and, and um, oh, the Facebook guy, why can't I think of his name? You know who I'm talking about. Uh, he's asking him for money. I, it just, it blows me, it blows me away. I think under the, uh, the desire to, to share his ideas with the world and, and make it a better place kind of thing, I'm thinking, man, first you got to get paid $53 million to get yourself right, and then you got to get more money to go invest into whatever it is you're going to make the world right. I'm thinking, Bill Gates, you could just give me a half a million dollars and I will turn that into something that would just blow the world away. No, I don't know. I'm just being funny, but... Instead of giving Kanye 53 million plus to do his thing, 
why don't you give some really brilliant people that aren't in the spotlight a million dollars a piece find a hundred people like that that's what some of these philanthropy guys should do is find people with ideas and fund them the small potatoes you know a million dollars for one of these kind of projects might be a little bit of a small potato but hey you might you might solve the flint water crisis or something who knows I don't know. I just thought it was just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I guess you gotta commend him for being bold. <laughs> but I think it's gonna backfire so bad. Anyway, that's just part of our culture. So I'm kind of going all over the map today. Uh, let's see, what was the one thing? I had been given my... I was giving my son a ride home from the robotics team he's on last night. And he was telling me about some of the pitfalls of a team. Or of, of teamwork that isn't working right. And I'm so glad that he's a part of this thing because he's getting first-hand knowledge of what the real world is like when it comes to people working together and communicating or not communicating. But the cool thing, I'm just gonna be proud dad for a minute. The cool thing is he said, I want to come up with a way so that all the different teams can communicate and make sure that one team isn't doing something, spending time making something, which the other teams decided they weren't going to use. And it's rather selfish on his part because he's the one that was having to design a part that the other, t the other division decided they weren't going to need anymore, but they didn't let him know. So he's starting to realize, you know, I'm wasting my time here. I could have been doing other things. So why do I bring that up? I don't know, because I had time to kill. <laughs> but actually, it ties in a little bit. Why are you doing some of these things in your life? You know what I'm talking about. Why are you doing some of the things in your life and it's just wasting time? Uh, I'm not condemning anyone for doing hobby things and things that really satisfy their soul. And I mean, those are things that you're made to do. But you know what I'm talking about. There's certain things that are, they waste time and they are of no benefit. And you know what they are. Well, I'm going to pick on a TV show, for example. I don't have one in mind, but I'm going to just pick on a TV, a generic TV show. And it's your favorite show, and um, you watch it, and you binge watch it uh, to get caught up on the 50,000 episodes that you've missed, or whatever it is. And uh, now, just by the way, I've done it too, so <clears throat> I'm kind of listening and taking my own medicine. But why are we doing that when we have a spouse who needs us and who needs to have time with us? That's just a thought. I don't know. There's things in life that cause us to connect with them, connect with things of the world. And yet our connection with God the Father starts to get oxidized, like I was talking about before. The connection isn't protected. The connection with God isn't fostered. It isn't kept fresh. Can I tell you that there's going to be a time that and maybe I'm hitting it now in my life, where you start to realize 
the time she's ticking time is ticking away time she is ticking 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 into the future actually is that how it goes because it's not actually ticking into the future is it I always picture time is ticking into the past or I can't get it back again however you look at it each second each minute you have you will never have again and I've been making a concerted effort as my teens are getting older to I've mentioned this before um, to give them hugs and pray at any at any time I feel like it I want that connection with my kids and I want that connection with the father kept active and kept strong so that there's not a weak connection I don't want a bad connection with with the source the source of our strength you know this thing with my son he may start to implement some ideas on the on the current team that tries to uh, correct some of that communication problems it's, I've been doing a little bit of study and you know that's kind of what logistics is there's a whole branch of business type called logistics and it has everything to do with communication between different entities timing scheduling traffic or transportation you know a big company that has a warehouse and a, and a manufacturing facility you have to have the logistics of the of the products be understood and worked out through all the different pieces otherwise you're going to have a bunch of stuff you bake I was reading about Hostess and you know how Twinkies have come back and everything well in order to make that process work they have a logistics company that helps them determine how best to schedule what goes where what gets created and, and uh, baked and you know how many Twinkies to make this day all of those things have to be figured out it's logistics and it doesn't work if your communication is shot well God has some logistics for us I mean he's the one that's got the most logic he has logistics and we don't know the big plan it's like we're it's like we're one of the factories in this big web of uh, entities we're a factory and we're making these things called the messages the messages of the gospel and we have to get them out and God understands the environment we're in he understands the communication styles we have he understands the fears we all have the doubts we have he understands all of this stuff and all he's really saying to us is let your light shine be that light but you need to tap into me and have a good connection to me and let me be the logistics manager don't you have to worry about all of everything I'll be the logistics manager you just shine your light I've placed you where you're at shine your light be the light every time I pray with my kids and family and my wife every every time I get we are rubbing off that oxidation on our contacts we're we're getting the contacts made to heaven and within our family 
And as we do that, we'll be able to hear the Father better. Seth will be able to implement his logistic solution and hopefully uh, be able to communicate well his intent, how it would better the team. I can communicate better with my wife about family matters and whatever and, and vision for our family, all those things. But it all requires us to be connected with the Father, our true source of light. Okay, so you guys stay in that word and you live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And you are the light of the world. Stay connected to the Father. Let Him be the power. You don't have to hype it up yourself. Let Him be the power. And watch what the truth illuminated into the lives of those around you. Watch what that will do to the environment. And I will see you on the flip.